Hello, and welcome to the Give and Go podcast on Game Time CT. My name is Scott Erickson. I am the girls' basketball writer for Game Time, and we are joined, as always, by Will Aldham. Will, welcome. That's good to good to be here again. Uh, we are in state tournament time. The state tournament starts today, Monday, uh, and it will run for the next three weeks. The girls' tournament is three weeks. It's really stretched out. Um, so what Will and I are going to do today, this is our big state tournament preview. We don't have a guest. We're going to run through all the brackets and make some picks. Are you ready to nail all your picks? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how I hold up compared to you here. <laughs> I did well last year, but I think that set a bad precedent because I, I don't think I can possibly do as well. I already got crushed in the girls' conference tournaments with the picks. <laughs> Like, the CCC just obliterated me. I don't think I got one game right the entire tournament. Until I, I did pick EO to win it in the final. But that was only because Pete was like, you got to pick EO to win this. <laughs> and he was actually at the games and saw everybody. So, those, you know, when I was doing these state ones, too, I was thinking about that CCC tournament. And I was like, I don't even know who's good in that league anymore. I mean, I know who I think is, like, decent. But, like, they all lost. And questioning got everything. I'm questioning everything that I, like, thought all season about the CCC. Um, all right. Let's start off in Class S. Um, class S, uh, I mean, in this new five-division five format, Class S really took a hit. Uh, there's just, you know, there's 12 teams that are under 40%. And we have the only buy of the tournament uh, with East Hampton getting the first round buy because Terryville, which had only two wins, dropped out of the tournament. Um, and that's Terryville's, you know, they can do that. Um, I don't blame them for not wanting to be there. They didn't really belong in the state tournament to begin with with only two wins. And to pull themselves out, I think, is, you know, that's fine. I have more respect for that than the teams that forfeit during the season for games that are scheduled uh, because they don't want to go get obliterated but anyway that's a conversation for another day so let's <laughs> let's look through this class s bracket um what stuck out to you when when you first took a look at it um uh, my favorite like sleeper here definitely yeah. uh i'm like an east windsor yeah six seed yeah uh, East Windsor played out of the NCCC. Um, obviously, played good teams up there. You know, played Canton, played Windsor Locks. Um, had a really good season. Has some really good players on it. Uh, so yeah, East Windsor's a team that I'm looking at too. Um, there's a few other teams that I think uh, could make runs here. Uh, I think Thomaston, number seven, is a dangerous team uh, coming out of that kind of pod there. Because uh, if they get by Hale Ray, which they should. They get the winner of Westbrook or Wolcott Tech, uh, which I think is a winnable game for Thomaston. And then they would be matched up with like either Putnam or if one of, if Portland or Somers comes out. Somers? Summers? I always say Somers. I think that's the correct pronunciation. They, they want you to say Summers. You want, you want me to call it Summers? Add an extra M, my friends. <laughs> I'm going to call the town council <laughs> Somers, Summers, and get the extra M added. If they want to call it Summers, fine. Um... All right, we're going to go through here and make our picks for this. Uh, we're going to pick a final four, a final two, and then a champion. Uh, I'll get us rolling in S. Um, my final four is I think number one, East Hampton gets through. Uh, I think number four, Windsor Locks gets through. Uh, so we'll stay with the chalk on the top. Uh, I think number two, Putnam goes through. And then I also like East Windsor number six to make the final four. Uh, in the championship game, 
I kind of like a uh, East Windsor Windsor locks, like just confuse everyone with lots of Windsors. People will write the wrong thing. And uh, my champion out of this is East Windsor. Uh, what do you think about us? Who do you got? All right. I got the four, the final four exactly the same. Yeah. But I'm going to go with East Windsor after beating the two and three seed gets uh, taken out by East Hampton in the final. I like that. Yeah. I mean, East Hampton's had a fantastic season. Uh, they're one of three teams with only one loss entering the tournament. That's not easy to do. The Shoreline's a competitive league. They beat Cromwell this year, um, and they won the uh, conference tournament too down there in the Shoreline. So, uh, yeah, I like that pick. You know, um, you never know with these number one seeds, but East Hampton's path to the Final Four certainly seems clear. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if they can just get by uh, Windsor Locks there, and the, or whoever they meet in the semifinal, right. uh, they can do that. Um, now let's move over to Class M. Let's move to Class M. Um, I like Class M a lot. I think that this is a really, really competitive field. I think, you know, we have teams that were in state finals last year in Canton and Cromwell. Uh, We have a really good team in Woodland uh, who I like out of the NBL. Holy Cross is in there uh, who was a really, really good team. Won the NBL, beat St. Paul uh, on uh, Thursday or Friday, whatever day that that league final was. Uh, What do you see when when you look at Class M? Um, I like Canton a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's the obvious, sort of obvious choice with that one. 18-2 and two and just HK in the first round, that brother matchup that we're going to get. That's we right, the brother the matchup. Podcast. That'll be fun. <laughs> Not, the family doesn't want it, apparently, but it's happening anyway. So I think it's fun for the family. I mean, yeah, uh, the Madero's family said they didn't like it, but I think it's a really cool thing if you can go down there and watch you know, both your kids uh, coaching in a state tournament and um, – yeah, I mean, Canton won the NCCC without Abby Sharon. So she was out with an ankle injury. She's supposed to be back for the state tournament. Uh, but the fact that they can win that conference even without her, when they get her back, I mean, she's a legitimate All-State player. You know, she, she's going to be considered for our first team All-State, uh, even though it's a smaller school. So it's going to be hard to go against Canton in this bracket. But when you have teams that have been there before um, – and then you have uh, you know teams like Cromwell, and then you have other teams that are really strong, like you know Bloomfield's really strong, Woodfield, uh, Woodland is strong, um, Seymour is a pretty good team out of the MVL, and then you know one of the teams that I think is kind of a sleeper here is number twelve Bassick. Um, you know they're kind of playing that independent schedule; they they weren't with anyone, so they you know they get lost in the shuffle a little bit. They have two really good guards on that team, uh, and that can do really well for you in a tournament. Uh, they get North Branford in the first round um north branford out of the shoreline so all right who do you got as your final four your final two and, and then your champions in in uh, m all right so for final four i got an upset with seymour it's gonna get through uh bloomfield there against cromwell like it and then uh canton holy cross yeah and then who's your champion uh what's your championship game and and uh and winner canton's gonna take it over seymour i like it uh seymour in the final yeah, i like seymour that in the final <laughs> They've been there before. I mean, that's a that's a good girls basketball program at Seymour. Um, my final four is I'd like number nine Cromwell uh, to come out of there, uh, eventually take over number one Abbott Tech. Um, and look, Abbott Tech's uh, the, the the third team that had only one loss this year. Again, a great season for Abbott Tech. Um, they're going to face a tough matchup as early as the second round with SMSA, uh, and then they get either Woodland or Cromwell in the quarters, which is really tough. I like Cromwell. That's a team I've always liked all season. They play a really tough out-of-conference schedule. Uh, and then I like number four, Bloomfield, to make the semis. Uh, Canton 
and number three, Holy Cross. Uh, my championship game will be Cromwell against Canton. Uh, I just love those two teams and would really love to see them match up. And then I also have Canton winning this league, uh, winning this division uh, in Class M. Um, so let's move to Class Double M, the new division, Class Double M. Uh, Double M is a real mix of, you know, not small and big schools, but from different, all different conferences. Uh, it could be a very interesting tournament. You have some really good teams in here, like Berlin, Bacon Academy, Northwest Catholic. Uh, Bethel's a really uh, kind of a sleeper team mm-hmm. who's coming out of the SWC. They have that 12 seed attached to them, but they're a really good team. They played really well against Newtown this year. They played well against Notre Dame Fairfield. Those games make you better. Uh, the number two seed here is Nanawag. Um, you know, I think Nanawag had a really good season. Um, I'm looking at Hill House as that 18 seed, a team that won a state championship last year. I know they lost a lot of players, but coming out of the SEC is always dangerous when you start going against smaller schools. So Hill House is a team that I really like as an 18 seed. They could get knocked out in the first round by Ellington. Ellington's a really strong program too, but I do like Hill House in tournament time. And last year when I should have picked them, I didn't. <laughs> and then, and then, they, and then they made the championship. You know, I mean, because they were in L last year, right. and, and they knocked out uh, Notre Dame Fairfield in the semis. So, um, and then down the bottom there, you know, Sheehan is really strong again out of the SEC. We get St. Joe's out of the FCAC Weston. Uh, that St. Joe Weston first round matchup is really good. I like that one a lot. You know, St. Joe's is a team that I've liked all season, uh, but Katie Joyce and, and Weston are really strong play, a really strong team too. I won't say they're a really strong team, but they're 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 a tough team coming out of the SWC. So whoever gets through that, um, you know, it's, it's probably going to get Sheehan in the second round. I still like Sheehan a lot in this tournament. Uh, and then at the bottom, uh, the bottom there is really tough with East Catholic and East Haven possibly meeting in the second round. That's a really really good matchup. Uh, East Haven is the obviously the SEC runners up. Um, so my picks for MM. Um, I got number one Berlin getting through. <clears throat> I have number four Bacon Academy, uh, who I really like this year. They beat NFA, they beat New London at different times. They reached the ECC Division One final, so I like Bacon Academy as number four. I'm going number eighteen Hillhouse to make it all the way to the semis. That's the highest right. seed that I have in any Final Four. Uh, I know it's a bit of a long shot, but I I really like that program there, and I think they're you know just really good in the tournaments. And then I have number three Sheehan. Uh, my championship game is going to be number three Sheehan against number four Bacon Academy, and I have Sheehan winning Class Double M. What do you got, Will? All right, I got the same as you with Berlin and uh, Bacon Academy. Yep. But I got Sacred Heart against Sheehan. Yeah. Uh, nice 10 seed coming in for a sleeper pick. Also, Sheehan over Bacon Academy for the final. Yep. Uh, yeah, Sacred Heart Academy had a really strong season. Um, you know, they play kind of that tiered two i don't know what sec calls it now if they like could be called tiers or whatever but they, d- they didn't play all the top teams in the sec but they did play well and they they had a really really strong record mm-hmm. um so i like that pick uh let's move up to class l uh look notre dame fairfield's here uh notre dame fairfield absolutely crushed <laughs> newtown in the swc championship I was not expecting it. I was expecting a really good game like they had in the regular season. And Notre Dame Fairfield is just playing so, so well. I saw them in the semis. I saw them in the finals, the SWC. 
I know that they're going to get – they might get Simsbury or Bunnell, but Bunnell's a team in the second round that they've already beaten. Simsbury's strong, but I don't think they can beat Notre Dame Fairfield. Uh, you know, the 8 and 9 in that bracket is Windsor and Bristol Eastern out of the CCC. Both good programs. Can they beat Notre Dame Fairfield? I don't know. I, I, I certainly wouldn't pick them. What we do have on that side of the bracket, though, is number four hand. Hand is a team that I would have put in the championship game were they not playing in the same side of the draw as Notre Dame Fairfield. So, you know, when we get to the picks, I have them both in the semis and Mm -hmm. so hard to pick that game um, between Hand and Notre Dame Fairfield, two teams that we obviously really like this year, two teams that are ranked in the top ten. When we move down the bracket a little bit, we get the ECC uh, Fitch. We take it on East Lime. Uh, Number two, St. Paul is a really interesting team out of the MVL. Uh, the MVL has not been super strong in the state tournament in recent years. You know, they had a finalist, uh, Holy Cross, in 17. St. Paul was there in 2014. St. Paul's a really strong team. They have multiple scoring threats who can come at you. Um, but they're going to be challenged in that second round by the winner of the North Haven Lyman Hall game. Again, we get SEC teams going against smaller conferences, even though they have the lower seed. I do like St. Paul to get through that second round. Uh, but then when you look at, you know, keep going, you know, Weathersfield at number seven is, is quite tough out of the CCC. Um, and then we have Newington, EO Smith. Uh, Newington's going to be playing Hartford Public. EO Smith's going to get a tough game from New Canaan. Um, I'm really curious to see if New Canaan can go up to EO, who just won the CCC, and kind of surprise them. New Canaan's played some teams really tough through the FCAC this year, and, and that's going to be a good test to see if that FCAC team that's clearly mid-tier, they didn't make the FCAC playoffs, can go up and beat a team that just won the CCC, and it kind of lets you know where the conferences stand a little bit. Uh, and then Sacred Heart Academy uh, down there, and then Pomperog, New Milford, we got an SWC matchup in the in the first round. Uh, so what do you like in, in Al? Who, who are your picks to make it through? Well, I'm going to say, just on the hand thing, I do think there's only one team that can beat Notre Dame Fairfield, and I'm going to say it's going to be hand that I'm going to take them to win this. Uh, yes, I love it. <laughs> Upset. That's a great pick. That is a great pick. Um, so, obviously, that'll be the semifinal of those two. And yeah. when they played last, it was just a four-point game back in December. So, that'll right. be cool. Um, and then I got Newington and Weathersfield. Love it. Love Newington and Weathersfield. Um, I'm actually going to go pretty much the same. I'm going to take Notre Dame Fairfield, hand, Weathersfield, and then I'm going EO Smith. I just think that they're really running hot. Uh, I like Newington a lot. I like Ashante Frazier. Uh, and, you know, we, we obviously had their coach on this year, and that's a program that we follow. They've been in the top ten for a long time. Uh, but there's something to say about a team that's, like, super hot. Mm. And EO Smith is just really, really hot right now. Yeah, ride the wave. Ride the wave. Uh, so my championship game will be Notre Dame Fairfield. I think Notre Dame Fairfield will beat hand. I just think Notre Dame Fairfield's so deep. They have so many kids that can score. So if you're going to shut down Yamani McCullough, then Nick Mayo can score. If you shut down both of them, then you know Ciara Brown can score. Max Stone Fulmer was the lean scorer in the SWC. Like uh, Kayla Tylus is having a great season. And again, I mean, I've talked about this with Notre Dame Fairfield. They're so young. Aaron Harris is the only senior that starts and plays. They're all juniors and sophomores. Um, and that's really scary that they're so dominant <laughs> yeah. right now, and they're going to come back possibly next year with all those same kids so uh my pick for the champion is Notre Dame Fairfield I think Notre Dame Fairfield beats Weathersfield in the championship game uh in class L Mm -hmm. I love the class L tournament um 
I think it might be, I don't know if it's going to be more fun than the double L, but it, it has the potential to be because there's some really, really good matchups when you get to the quarterfinals. Um, <clears throat> let's move to double L. This is, every year when we come to the double L, there's a undefeated New London or undefeated Norwalk. There's like three or four teams you can say, all right, these teams are probably going to make the final four. And I'm pretty sure that one of them is going to make the championship because they're so much better than everyone else. That does not exist this year in double L. When you go through it, I mean, you could pick six, seven teams you think could win this championship and not be crazy. Like, and that includes New London and Norwalk who are back in it. You know, New London is the three and Norwalk as the seven. Those teams are certainly good enough if they get hot to win this championship. Then we have, you know, NFAs in there. Um, Staples is obviously the number one seed coming off a disappointing loss in the, in the FCAC championship game. Wilbur Cross at 16 is probably the most dangerous 16 seed in this entire tournament. If I'm Staples, I am worried about playing Wilbur Cross in the second round. April Artis is a really good guard. Um, and they're a team that just gets up and down the floor and can run with Staples. You know, Staples wants to open it up. Wilbur Cross can do that. Um, and then we have Glastonbury and Southington also in that draw on the top. Uh, Southington, it just came out that two of their best players are out for the tournament with uh, with injuries or surgery. Um, so they're obviously going to miss them, which, w- which would, you know, I think make Glastonbury more of a team to come through and, and eventually face Staples. Um, I like Staples a lot. I, I think the team's going to have a really hard time matching up with Ariana Gehrig as long as she's healthy and not in foul trouble. She was in foul trouble in both the FCX semi and the championship game. Uh, NFA has had a fantastic season out of the ECC, won the ECC Division One championship. Um, if they get through and Greenwich gets through, though, Greenwich is tough. <clears throat> they have Mackenzie Nelson, a freshman. They have another freshman, Celine, who are really good players. I mean, Mackenzie Nelson, legitimately one of the top two players in the FCAC this year. <coughs> Excuse me. And they are going to give NFA a hard time in that second round. It's a horrible drive that Greenwich is going to have to make going all the way from Greenwich to NFA, but I think the kids can handle it. They're resilient. So, I, I, you know, and then moving down, Trumbull's the number five there. Trumbull plays really well in these tournaments. They play strong defense. They run a fundamental offense, uh, and they're always, always dangerous. It seems like they're always in the quarterfinals. But, <coughs> excuse me, this year, going against Connard. With Asia Felder, who's a girl that we saw in the SEC tournament who can just take over games, that could be a really, really potentially tough matchup for Trumbull in the second round. If those two teams play, I'm going. I'm already saying I'm going to Trumbull, Connor, because I really want to see them. Uh, and we get the similar thing with Newtown. I think Newtown will take care of Cheshire. But then the second round, they could get either Fairfield Ludlow, who's a really good young team. It's going to be great next year. Or East Hartford, who has one of the best players in the CCC, and Shayna Pinkley, who's only a sophomore. That could be a tough matchup for Newtown in the second round. Uh, it's not often that we talk about good matchups for these teams in the second round. What do you see in the bottom of that bracket? Um, obviously, Norwalk <coughs> coming off of a conference championship. Really like them. Ridgefield, same thing. Mm-hmm. Big, uh, riding the momentum as well. And then New London, 17-3 and three is the three seed. They're really good. It's just every – this is the hardest one to predict, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, and Ridgefield and Hamden both. Uh, Hamden won the SEC. Ridgefield won the FCAC. I don't remember that happening, uh, at least in recent memory, with those two teams, <clears throat> the winner of each of those leagues facing each other. 
Uh, then Danbury's down there as the number six. Shelton's eleven. What what do you got? Who are your picks here? I, I want to hear yours first because I, I had a really hard time with Double L and I was going back and forth so many times with this. Uh, so on the top, I got number one Staples in NFA, meeting in the semifinals, and then yeah. I got Newtown, and I'm going to say New London breaks through. I mean, why not? They're always there. Yeah, they played in three of the last four finals, and they made the semi or the quarters. I think the year they didn't make that. So New London again is another team that just wins in these tournaments. Um, I, I went pretty similar. Oh, oh wait, so who's your champion? Who's your I'm going to take NFA over Newtown in the championship. Yeah, I like that. That that was what I ended up with. Uh, my final four was Staples, NFA, Newtown, and then I have number 19, Hamden. Okay. Staying hot <coughs> if they can get through Richfield. I think that's going to be their toughest game. Uh, I like Hamden to get through. Um, uh, you know, Asia, uh, Brandon, and, you know, Levine. Those are two really good players. Mm-hmm. Championship game, I have NFA over Newtown, same as you. So I think we're both going NFA there. I was back and forth. And when I wrote the preview, if you go read the preview that we put up on Game Time CT, um, I had Newtown in there, and I kept switching it back and forth yesterday before I published. <laughs> NFA, Newtown, NFA, Newtown. Uh, ended up going with NFA. I just I just feel like they're having a really special run. Um, I do like Newtown a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go NFA also there. But So last year, when there was only four divisions, I got three of the four right. I, I can almost guarantee that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I felt confident last year, and then it actually happened. Uh, I got helped out by, you know, Norwalk winning at the buzzer. But, um, you know, to get three of the four I think was amazing. I, I can't say that's going to happen again. Uh, but if you go on Game Time CT, uh, we have the girls basketball outlook up there. We have the 10 storylines, which include something on, you know, the five divisions. Uh, and then a few other storylines, including, the you know, the, the Hamden-Ridgefield thing. Uh, the Medeiros brothers facing each other and a few other storylines. And then we also put up five players to watch. Uh, you know, I didn't necessarily go with who I think are the five best players in the state, but five players who I think will make an impact in this tournament. Uh, they're all really good players, but, you know, we, we got away from the girls that we've talked about all season, and I tried to mix in some other girls there. Um, one of the players that I have on there, I'll let you go read the rest, but Yamani McCullough from Notre Dame is a girl we've both seen this year. They were taking the SWC first team photo before the championship game and she wasn't in it and she was on the other side of the court and i was like what's going on why isn't she in it? They're like well she missed three games and the coaches didn't vote her on and i'm like we're considering her for first team all state and she didn't make the first team all SWC, which i think is just an oversight on their part you know like i and and i was talking to the newtown coach about it later and he said look they could have had four girls on that first team all from notre dame fairfield because they're all so good you know kayla tylus didn't make it either uh, Ciara Brown made it, but she's a, and she's a, the sixth man who comes off the bench, uh, and then Neek Mayo made it. But for Yamani not to make it, I was really, really surprised. I think she's had an awesome year. The games I've seen, she's been just fantastic. So, look, those are our picks. Uh, we're going to get out and see some games. Uh, we've got three weeks to go. So when we come back next week, we'll kind of be in the middle of the tournament. We'll talk about the tournament a little bit. Uh, and then it'll be Mohegan time. Like we're getting ready to go there. Uh, you know, three weeks from now, we'll, the championships will be over, and we'll know who won. And you looking forward to it now? Yeah, the excitement's starting to kick in. The picks, <laughs> the picks just now got me way more excited. <clears throat> nice and juiced up. I love yeah, it. Yeah, all fired up. All right, for Will, I'm Scott. We will see you next time on Give and Go. <laughs>